0: This is the Alpaca Podcast, for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. It rained today. That's nice. I know as keepers of alpacas and grazing animals generally, we can stand out as different, or even a bit odd. We like the rain. We look forward to the rain. We love it when the grass grows. If you're a lawn mower, as in someone who mows lawns, you like your grass green, but not too long. The girls were out on the bank just above the lake, in the rain, happily grazing. I had to get the binoculars out to check, but they definitely appeared to be smiling. What makes this rain okay, and other rain not? Why hide in the barn or the stable, in a shower, but graze actively with much intent in the heavier rain like today? I think sometimes I'll never quite understand alpacas. They are unique and special members of the animal kingdom. And the more you spend time around them and watch them, the more you learn and the more follow-up questions you collect compared to answers. I've been getting quite a few emails and phone calls from various people recently inquiring whether I have any alpacas for sale. The answer? It depends. Let's think for a while about how you can approach this question as a buyer. If you're looking to get started keeping alpacas you're embarking on a long and twisting path that will be both a delight and a frustration. At least that's been my experience. The money, the time, the distance, the questions without answers, the excitement, the search, the possibilities, the hopes and delight. However well prepared you are, and I recommend you do prepare well, it's still not a straightforward route to arriving at alpacas in front of you in your field. First question, what do you need to know? I think the first thing you need to determine is something of a reality check. Is keeping alpacas really for you? I don't think they're an alternative to a dog or a cat, even if you're going to keep them as pets, field pets or companion animals. They're different in nature and scale. They're different in the type of relationship you can form with them. Secondly, what's your goal? I've mentioned this before, but where you're trying to get will affect where you start from. If you're not sure, don't be in a rush. Take time to think it through. How important is the fleece? Do you want to breed? Will you enter them into shows? How much of a business do you want to make of it? Number three, where will you get yours from? Can I suggest, while price is an obvious factor, it's not the only one. You buy a bit of the breeder as well as their animal. Support, knowledge, a point of reference. Choose someone you can work with. A good breeder will offer you both a fair price for the animals you choose and an ongoing relationship of interest and support. Choose someone who works for you. Fourthly, how many? My view on the minimum group size for our packers is at least three. That's been our experience. Three works as a good small herd. You need space for grazing and interest, with opportunity to access water and shelter. That's where you start. The guide figure of up to five per acre is just that, a guide. The nature of the land will affect your upper limit, where you put fences And create laneways to move the alpacas between paddocks will simplify your future management of the alpacas. Plan ahead and take advice. Think through the likely upper limits, but be warned. People often find themselves buying a few more within a year. The lifespan of an alpaca is likely to be at least 15 years and often 20 or even 25. This is a long-term commitment with ongoing duties and responsibilities. Not that onerous or difficult, but at times it will limit you, and at times it will challenge you. The rewards, though, are outstanding. Fifthly, where can you learn? The breeder, as I've already mentioned. Will you attend shows? Is there a local group of the relevant alpaca association, depending on where you live? There are courses, and there are books, and there are people. Find out what interests you, and also what you need. Take it seriously enough to learn the what and the how of keeping alpacas and you'll be doing yourself a big favour and saving a lot of money. Cultivate a relationship with a vet. Ask around and find a practice that has some interest and expertise with alpacas. Go and talk to them and explain what you're thinking and get their advice and input before you have your alpacas. Ask them to help you develop a herd health plan with the regular treatments, such as worming, built into a yearly calendar. Worming, vaccination against clostridial bacteria infections. Potentially liver fluke, drenching, depending on how wet your land is. A drench is a liquid treatment squirted into the mouth. Work out how you will keep records, and then keep them. Record treatments, weights if you're able to weigh them, body scores, which anybody can do. Any incidents or injuries or things of note for each animal. Paper's fine if you don't have many, but electronic will be more convenient to have a, if you have a large breeding herd. Always keep it as simple as possible so you are more likely to actually use it. Everybody's least favourite task, I think. And don't rely on your memory only. Or perhaps that's just me showing my age. Going back to my first question, is it for you? Find someone local and offer to go and help at shearing time. Willing and teachable hands are always welcome. Ask if you can come and help the next time they're doing routine husbandry work. Offer to sit and do career watch, waiting for births. Sitting in a field of alpacas is so therapeutic and allows you to absorb behaviour and nature. As I've said many times before, another one of my broken records. Learn what is normal. They have some similarities to sheep, but many more differences. What is normal is such a good piece of knowledge to have. Finally then, what takeaways might I leave you with for today? Well, I've got five. Here we go. Number one, research. Find your sources and support. Breeders, vets, books, etc. Number two, think. Really think things through. Number three, Plan and prepare. Get everything in place. Think about the layouts that you want. Do the planning, do the preparation. Number four, take your time. Don't be in a rush. Number five, know where you're going. We have some more rain to come over the next few days. We've had weeks of being dry. I'm sure you can have too much of a good thing, but for now, I'm enjoying the rain. And millie, Megan, Nia and the rest of the girls seem to be enjoying it too. If you can, go spend some time with your alpacas. Stay safe, stay well and I hope to see you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a good day.